You're listening to SCGA Off the Hosel, the official podcast of the South Carolina Golf Association. Here are your hosts, Alan Knight and Biff Lathrop. Hey, and welcome to SCGA Off the Hosel. I'm Alan Knight, joined by the man of the hour, the executive director, Mr. Biff Lathrop. Biff, what's going on? Oh, man. Golf, baby. There's a lot of golf happening right now. We are in the midst of it. My favorite time of the year for you. It's August, Bo. We just, just go, go, go. We, we, we unload one trailer and send it somewhere else and unload and reload and keep going that's tis tis the business tis the season though so that's good it's good for us we've enjoyed doing it so far so what we what we've just done what we wrapped up so just in the last time since we were together al we uh we had the jimmy self down there at the palmetto hall uh facility played the fazio course this year okay i had a little had some issues on the hills course so we moved everything over to the fazio last minute and um three-day event down there junior crowd was there it's hot yeah. Hilton Head, busy. Man, there's a lot of people around that island now during the summertime. But um, <laughs> but that, we had another great event and just real excited. The Self family still supports us and, and, and allows us to come down and be a part of that. And uh, Some great playing again. And the girls 13 to 18, I, I, we've, we've said this name a few times already, but this Ann Fernandez wow. out of the Bluffton area. She's playing. She, she shot 72, 66, 68. For a mm. grand total of 206 and a 28-shot victory. Wow, that's a lot. It's her third consecutive victory for the JGA. She won the Upstate Junior back in June and then the Blade in July. Now she's going to the Live Tour. Uh, yeah, she could. She could probably <laughs> beat her. some of them cats out there on the Live Tour I've seen. Good for Miss um, Fernandez. Yeah, she's playing great golf, great golf. And then the boys 13-18 group, another Florence representative, Drew Jeffords. I saw uh, that. 75, 68, 69, 212 for one-shot victory over Matthew Baxley. Man, Florence is producing. They're on fire right now. <laughs> I'm telling you, every time we talk about it, there's somebody from Florence that's taking the trophy home. So good yeah. for them. And like I said, a great event. We appreciate that opportunity. And, and as we were as, as they were doing the Jimmy Self there, I was down with our junior boys, our top eight from the junior championship for the South Carolina Georgia team matches. Okay. Uh, Charlie Roundtree and I took those boys down there for our absolute whooping we got and received from the Georgia boys. Where did you play? We were at Savannah Golf Club. All right. If, if it makes you feel any better, the WSCJ just lost to Georgia this past weekend, too. Well, we, we thoroughly got it handed <laughs> to us. They, old Donald Ross Golf Course, beautiful place, man. Great facility. The, they were so nice to us down there and uh, for dinners and lunches and um, we really had a good couple of days, even though we got beat like a drum. But it, uh, it, I know you you lost, but it is special. It's a special it's a yeah. special event. I, and I got to tell you, these R eight boys came together. We had a great time, uh, a lot of companionship, and a lot of friends made. And and uh, it was a good if you're gonna if you're gonna get beat, it's a good place to get beat and a good good you. weekend to do it. So I hear you. we had a real good time there, and appreciate all the hospitality from the Georgia uh, Golf Association. Yeah, uh, came back, and the next week, Michael McKee and Took our juniors down there for the player series. We were at Myrtle Beach National for the player series event. Yeah, uh, they fought a little bit of weather, but managed to get all eight uh, thirty-six holes in. And and the girls thirteen and eighteen division. Ella Kate Barnett saw that. Uh, yep. sh- shot a, a one forty-two total for an eight-shot victory. She's another Florence person, I believe, I believe too. So, yep, yep. And then boys thirteen to eighteen. Campbell McLean shot a seventy sixty-eight for a one-shot victory, total one thirty-eight. So uh, good for Campbell. Again, the player series is, is doing great. They're earning those points to get into these bigger events, and uh, it's been a been a real good, real good series and, and receptive recepted very well over the last few months so uh we're looking forward to continuing on that and then we were right up the road from for the big one the amateur championship we did at the dunes club august the 4th through the 7th my man man what a great steve hamilton yeah had that golf course money brother steve is a good dude those greens were rolling about 13 they were cutting in the afternoon cutting in the morning uh had a shine to them fairways were perfect (laughs) i mean it's just they know how to do it you could tell they've done some big events and yeah the the staff overall the golf shop staff dennis nickel and his staff and their volunteers and uh we went through two entire pallets of water over four days um it's hot um but but man alan for the first time in five years we had an, an amateur championship with no weather delays that's amazing it was and amazing. you were you were there on site i was there on site yeah from, from wednesday okay. to sunday and it, and mother nature left us alone and it was really really a good feeling well good for you good for um, you and we had some great golf played i mean just just spectacular Our overall champion uh mr zach adams out of charleston area going to be a freshman at south carolina zach shot four rounds of 69 70 
68-72 for a five-shot victory. Wow. Over Nathan Franks, Carlos Garre, and Zachary Rulin. So, um, all right. The golf was great. It was good. Just another great championship. Our staff killed it. Uh, we did a great job. Everybody, everybody worked hard and put on a great championship. All the swag, all the food, yeah. the, the good golf. It was just a good four days of championship golf. It was really cool. A lot of smiles on your social media from the players. Yeah, I think I. You know, it's very rare you go to an event and you don't hear something. Yeah. And man, I didn't hear anything or anything anybody told me about. Maybe it's a new generation. Maybe. Uh, maybe. So I will say. Real quick, did I text? I saw what Zach shot after round one. I text Randy. I said, "Nice start," and he came back. You know, thanks. Fun to watch. Sunday, I saw Zach one. I text, "Nice finish." Yeah, <laughs> I tell you, Randy was might have been as 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 nervous as anybody on that golf I course watching so, that man. final round. He was, man, this is this is tearing me up, and it got close. I mean, yeah. Zach got off to kind of a slow start. I think he was three over uh, to start off first seven holes, and. I uh, got within one and started the day with a four-shot lead, and then then all of a sudden he birdied nine, and he went on a tear on the backside. And, and if uh, you, you keep a score, that was Gamecock, Gamecock, Francis Marion, College of Charleston, the yes, top four. He said, "Yes, it was. Uh, it was pretty pretty impressive. The young 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 golfers we got playing playing now, they're they're strong. Yes, they are. Um, came back the very next day uh, and did our U.S. Senior Am at Wood Creek." Yeah. Um, we had uh, had I think we were down to 65 players qualifying for three spots, and out of those three spots, Mr. Gary Smith out of Hilton Head medaled with a 66, and then okay. a Bob Bailey out of Virginia and a Walker Taylor out of North Carolina took the final two spots. So we had a had a good event. One more USGA qualifier in the books and on the road. I saw my man Eddie Hargett was. Missed it by a yeah, shot. Yeah, I heard some crazy number. I think Eddie's had something. I, I, I'm wrong. 20, 20 alternate positions oh, really? in the USGA <laughs> qualifier or something like that. So, uh, uh, obviously, he shows his, his worth as a three-time senior player of the year for us. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, so that's kind of what we finished up since we were last together. And then to, 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 to round out August, uh, as we speak, the Beth Daniel Jr. Azalea is going on at the Country Club of Charleston. Uh, we've got our all-stars from our summer series. It's going to be happening at Seabrook and Rock Hill. Yeah, north and south. Yep. we got two U.S. Mid-Am qualifiers following week. We're going to be at Daltal Island and then go to the Patriot for our second qualifier Man. for the U.S. Mid-Am. And then to round out that third week of August weekend, or, or I think our last event of the, of the month, the Mid-Am Four Ball, we're going to be at Carolina Country Club up in the Spartanburg area. Nice. So got a full feel for that. We're looking forward to it. Um Looking forward to kind of closing out August and running into September and starting all over again. Yeah, football. You like football's right around the corner. You know when you get it amateur done, it's fo- football time. <laughs> Some so. cooler weather may be coming. That's right. That's right. So uh, it's been a it's been a great run here. We're 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 like I said, we're excited. Our staff has worked really hard. They, they're in and out and on the road, and uh, they they give up a lot to make this happen for everybody. And I'm real proud of how everybody's handled it and, and done yeah. a great job. Uh, y'all y'all, kudos. Yep. Anytime you survive the summer. And then, uh, you know, speaking of, of, of staying busy, this is our this is kind of our Musgrove Mill themed yeah. session with our, our podcast, and uh, we got a great player that, that has been with us for a long time. Has been part of uh, the golf association. Has got his kids coming through now, being part of the junior golf. Uh, yeah. He and a partner just took over control there at the fort uh, in '96. But Jeremy Revis is, is coming up here today. Here he is. He's a great dude. Hope y'all enjoy the listen. Together, the South Carolina Golf Association, the South Carolina Junior Golf Association, and the South Carolina Junior Golf Foundation strive to promote, preserve, and grow the game of golf in South Carolina. Through a combined effort, each association and the foundation work to support amateur golf, junior golf, and grow the game's initiatives throughout the state of South Carolina. Be sure to follow all three organizations on our social media handles for the latest and greatest updates and news. The MySCGA app is also a great way for all members to post scores, follow live scoring at SCGA Major Championships, and stay updated on all things SCGA. To follow live scoring of the SCJGA events, download the SCJGA app. Jeremy Revis on Off the Hazel. Welcome, Jeremy. How are you? I'm doing good. Glad to be here. Thank you for being here with us. So, let's, uh, I think we want to start with Mr. Rev. Well, let's just start with like start everybody. How did you get introduced to golf? How did I get introduced to golf? I was very fortunate that my grandfather retired, started playing golf right about the time my mom met my stepdad. Okay. So 
had my grandfather playing golf every day at Furman, pick me up from school, take me out there so I could run through the sprinklers, just have a good time. <laughs> and then I had my mom with Rick, and we were traveling all over the state. Okay. And, you know, I'm just was already thrown in the tournament deal, even though I wasn't playing. I was still going to them. So, well, so Rick's been in your life for a long time, then. Yeah, I think they were they were actually engaged for close to seven or eight years before they got married. So oh, they wow. met they met before I was ten years old. And, and for everybody that doesn't know, we're talking about Rick Veith, uh, who's who's been a past president of the South Carolina Golf Association, and currently for as long as I can remember, has been the, the chairman of the Golf yeah. South Carolina Junior Golf Foundation. So and one of my one of my favorite people to hang out with. <laughs> He's a good one. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to the tradition four ball in a minute. So. Where did you first start playing, did you say? Furman more than anything. Okay. You know, Furman with my grandfather and hitting balls with Rick at Pebble Creek. Did you play junior golf tournaments? I, I definitely got into that. Yeah. Um, I was big into racing, my two things. That's right. We talk a lot about it. Yeah. Well. Yeah, yeah, I was actually racing uh, RC cars, radio control cars. Uh, really? You look at my yearbooks from third grade to seventh grade, I have no signatures because I used to go out of school two <laughs> weeks early to go racing the nationals and stuff. So I was never at school when we got our yearbooks. They would always mail mine to me. You know, So had the whole sponsor, had the whole deal. Oh, you know, wow. So, so you were big time. Yeah, we're not just I mean, around the neighborhood. This no, is the serious stuff. Yeah, that's, is, what, that's what I did. All right, let's, just like the Dell Jr. download. Did you trick anything up? Did you, you got any secrets you oh, can share? Oh, I was, I was listening to Dell Jr. download on the way down here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My, it's, it's golf and racing for me. Uh, oh, yeah, there, there were definitely ways to cheat. We had a suitcase. or We didn't actually have it, but people we raced with had a suitcase you'd carry around, set it on the table, put the car on it with the scales and everything. So we had, they called them zappers. You have magnets in these motors, and you'd have a zapper. you put the motor on that zapper, and it'd make the magnet stronger, you know, so you couldn't. <laughs> That couldn't pick up that we were cheating on the motor. Wow! So, you, know, now, just, you can cheat on anything with racing. I yeah. saw it on social media somewhere where the the, the pit stop for one yeah. of these things. Now they they come flying in, dude picks it up, zap zap, whatever yep. he does to it, and zing, it's oh, gone yeah. again. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's 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 the real deal, you know. I mean, even though it's a handheld tent scale car, it's going, you know. And if you scale it out, a twenty to thirty mile an hour, right? You know, tent scale car, and make that into a big car. The same way two pounds, fourteen ounces or so. Yeah. You know, so it's it's. Like I said, we traveled all over the southeast basically doing it. Do you play around with it today? I've got some off-road stuff that my kids and I do. So, yeah, we, we still, and my, my 11-year-old will talk about him some. He's been into racing dirt bikes and stuff. And we race, we've got a little stuff we do in the wintertime when we're not playing a lot of golf. We race some indoor stuff around the upstate. We're either racing in a barn or warehouse or something. So, yeah, we, we still do it. See, if we're not we're not three minutes into this thing. I just learned something. <laughs> and aren't you related to a NASCAR guy somehow? I'm not related to okay. him. You think I as much as I've been around it or so. I mean, I've I've – my problem was when I and I know we'll talk later about playing, but when I was doing the Tar Heel tour up in Charlotte, I think one of the issues with me was I would get done playing and I would go to all the shops. I wouldn't stay <laughs> right. around and practice. You know, everybody else is practicing and I'm sitting over in a oh, shop yeah. somewhere just watching them work on the cars. That's awesome. I was I took a wrong turn in Charlotte when I was going somewhere and, and ended up at Haas. Oh yeah. That, you know, I was like, yeah. wow, it's just right here. Good, yeah. good wrong turn. We yeah. went up there last when they were doing the Roval and they were testing when they were making Charlotte the Roval. I yeah. took my two boys up there and we just watched them test. Went by SHR and stuff. Got a bunch of pictures and everything. See, so, yeah, it's uh, it's part of my deal. So, did you play golf in college? I went to North Greenville for a year. Okay. I was uh, not very good in school. Um, my kids loved to ask me what my favorite subject was and. I know they'll probably hear this, but it's always hard to give them a subject because my favorite part of school was leaving. (laughs) I couldn't get out of the door quick enough. So I was one year at North Greenville, had the red shirt because didn't really have the grades to play. And then this is probably a reason I'm a salesperson now. I was able to sell my mom and Rick and some people at Pebble Creek on letting me go play golf instead of doing school. I just told my mom, I said, I'd rather, if you're going to spend the money, let's spend it on something I'd rather be doing i hear I you still learn from would you what what the, the little mini tours i did the hooters there? tour starting out i uh-huh. had kind of a deal if i could go to q school and make it through q school probably one of the most nervous moments of my life and i knew i was in with two holes to go and i think i finished double triple and made it by a shot really, really? Um, but then i got to go home and kind of raise some money sold some shares and all that stuff that's didn't, cool didn't, didn't make a lot of money you know it's it's high stakes gambling it's hard. It and that, that give me a yeah, time really. frame oh i was and that's another issue i had i was 19 years old so, and i was not good enough i just i wanted to go do it so i'm traveling all these casinos as a 19 year old and there's seven channels on the tv and you're out in the middle of tunica mississippi where there's nothing there but gambling and i couldn't go in the casinos and you right. only practice so much so yeah. it was i used to tell people i'd give anything to have my worst enemy there with me just to have somebody to talk to <laughs> <laughs> yeah i remember an article from forbes magazine of ben martin one time when he was on 
the corn fairy tour and talking about how lonely of an existence it was. Yeah. And traveling. I mean, people don't, I don't think people truly understand how hard it is, especially today, but mm-hmm. even back then and, and the travels and the, and the, and the long, long nights in the car. And, and yeah, I just, all they see is the people playing on TV. And yeah. on top of that, they're only seeing the guys that are playing good. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a, right. it's, it's a very hard, way to go about stuff you know which is why so many of us do it and then come back and play amateur golf well it's, it's a long list we, we keep a certain page on our website with all the guys that have gone and tried over the last i guess 10 years maybe to tried to go out and and they realize like you said you're basically gambling for your own money you might as well just get a game going on the first tee it's basically the same thing <laughs> that's right and I, I i tell my son all the time i said it doesn't it seemed to me when i was out there it doesn't matter how bad the weather was how bad the golf course was or how hard it was somebody was shooting 10, 11 under par every day, yeah. you know, and I mean, it's just, and I thought it would be easy when I got some money behind me. I got a little money behind me, but then when I start, then all of a sudden you get two or three over after a couple of holes, and you're like, what am I going to tell everybody when I get done today? <laughs> right. shot 74, leader shot 62, and, you know, it's almost like going home telling your parents you got a bad report card. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's <laughs> rough. think about that part of it. I know, especially you know, with other people's money riding on it. So, I'm going to back up real quick. Somewhat with Rick Veith started the tradition four ball, mm-hmm. the SCJGA junior four ball tournament. Yep. And you were the first winner of that tournament. Yes, sir. You yeah, and Lucas, Lucas Glover. And I, won. I, I, got, I asked Lucas for anybody else had the chance. I knew the tournament was coming, and <laughs> him and I went to high school together. So when I found out it was coming the next day, at, you know, 8.01, I'm asking if he wants to play. So that's how it went yeah, down. Yeah, so it was, I got my partner as quick as I could get them, and I, I had them locked in. Well, that's still it's, – it's a great photo. Rick standing behind you, hands mm-hmm. on each shoulder, y'all holding up the, the trophy. And uh, Was that at Pebble Creek? That was at Pebble Creek, yep. It was at Pebble Creek. And, uh, you know, we're all – talk about it an hour later. We're all bringing that thing back. Good. Now. You know, nice. it's uh, going to be at the Fort Club now, and it's going to be the Rick V Junior Four Ball. I did not so know I think that. Player Series is mainly the one that's going to do yep. that. Oh, that's great uh, to hear. Breaking so, yeah. news. Pretty excited about yeah, that. Yeah, we, 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 we did that with uh, Mike Pius in the first tee uh, and, and got that organized. And the, the for those of you who don't know, the tradition four ball kind of went away for a couple of years because of the points. Points, yeah. We couldn't, we couldn't figure out how to get the points done in a team event. And, and if you didn't have the points, it was hard to draw the players. And uh, so I think with this series, and we can run it through the player series, and it's our point system. We can do whatever we want to with it. Love it. And mm-hmm. it's going to be a good good – uh, partnership with the first tee up there and, and Jeremy and we'll talk about this with Fort and, and, and his his new venture he's got going on but we're, we're excited and, and excited for Rick too because I know he, he truly loved that yeah. golf tournament he yeah. he was very passionate about that golf tournament I mean he the, is yeah, yeah he's he's very excited to see it come back it's it's kind of sure. interesting now because he's never really been a super emotional person but you know he's he's definitely to see him get emotional about stuff like yeah. that is pretty neat well i i i used to get emotional having to tell him we couldn't do the tournament again. <laughs> it broke my heart and it really was it was 100 percent due to the new point structure it's all it was. and it's was just it, we could not award points and mm-hmm. that was a, a issue but one thing i always enjoyed towards the end of it there at pebble creek when i was involved we did the best dressed team mm-hmm. contest yeah. and it's, for Halloween, right? Well, no. What it's supposed to just start out, Jeremy wearing a you know a dress, a team uniform, but it turned into a. It was around Halloween time, yeah. but it turned into a costume contest. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was the highlight of the day. It was amazing, of yeah. Everybody was wearing. <laughs> right. These kids took it and ran with it like I'd never yeah. seen. I remember some so. of those photos. I yeah, I have to try and bring that back. But you, 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 you did the little mini tour thing for a little bit, and then said, "I'm, I'm had enough." Yep, I said I had enough. It's went back, started um, working, doing some real estate stuff, and I know y'all talked to Mike Gravely as well. Yeah. He got me a job. Uh, doing what I do now, selling countertops. Uh, I think I kind of came a little bit on. He he made it higher up in the player world than I did, but kind of dealt with the same thing. It was hard to get a job, really, because people worried you're going to play golf all the time. Right. <laughs> and he did a very good job of. Uh, I don't want to say training, but I mean, kind of the guys that I work for, they understand that golf's part of the deal. I mean, you know, it, it definitely helps. So you two played do. a lot of golf. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it's 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 worked out really well. So you still with Star Granite? I am. Yep. Okay. Still with Star Granite. I tell people my when I, I meet with customers and they're worried about fly by night people. I say, you know, I've been with them 16 years and my youngest one's six years old. So 
I got a good 10, 15 years left. Listen, to go. He's a rolling billboard, too. That <laughs> yeah. You That's know right. when Jamie Revis is in the house. <laughs> That's right. It's kind of seen that SCJ Tahoe out there with yeah, the logo yeah. on it. And I try to strategically park that thing sometimes if I can. I'm playing a tournament. I'm usually trying to get the first parking spot so everybody can see it, kind of thing. I don't know if you've had the problems I've had, though, but sometimes I'll backfire when you get maybe a little something on the interstate. I had somebody call, in oh, him, yeah. call me in one time. Oh, yeah. I, I've had that happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The Biff story is he had a little, you know, just a, a disagreement on the road, and then that person called the office and said, "I had one over by Holly Tree. A guy called, and because my number's right on the side of it, and he, I did. I left him hanging out in the middle of an intersection so I could go, and he called and said, you know, y'all, you, whoever your driver is, left me out in the middle of that intersection. You know, y'all. And I said, well, I'll be sure to report it, and I'll say right. something to him when we get back in the office. <laughs> yeah, you know, That's what, this guy called our office. He wanted to talk to the boss, talk about, about his bad, about employees' bad driving. It was me." <laughs> It happens, you know. Yeah. Well, he's lucky I didn't put him in a ditch. So. <laughs> uh, There's more cars on the road these days. That is very true, very true. So you got your amateur status back, and, and you've been playing with us, I mean, for as long as I can remember. Yeah, you know, I've kind of, with having kids and stuff, too, you know, I, I, a lot of people, for example, I play at Green Valley, and people will join over there, and I'm like, yeah, we'll have to get together and play sometime. And I'm used to, like, you know, if I'm playing, I'm either going to have a kid with me, or it's usually going to be a tournament. It's right. not a lot of Saturday, Sunday. How many kids you got? I've got four total. Yeah. I've got a 23-year-old that's in the Navy, and then at home we've got 11, 8, and 6. So we've got plenty. 11-year-old's the one that's playing all okay, the golf. Okay, that's Pete. Yep. Okay. He's actually taking a lesson from Bradley Hughes right now at Holly Tree. Is he? Nice. So, yeah, he played in the Blade yesterday and tore him up pretty good, so he wanted to go get a lesson today. I remember saw, I saw Pete for the first time really competing was uh, at the Grant Bennett, yeah, the I Grant guess, Bennett last, last summer. And uh, he's he's got some game. He'll be out there. He'll yeah, be he's out got to work on the motions. I think that day he the kid he played with was crying, walking off the last hole, and Pete was throwing balls towards the parking lot. <laughs> you know, so. at Florence. That's right. Yeah. yeah but played. Jeremy handled it very well. He got him back to the car, away from everybody, and then That's lit right. into him a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I just played there twice in the last two weeks, and I think I'd be ready to throw balls <laughs> in the parking lot the way I played. But I love that place, but it can be frustrating. It's it's a great one. Um, Pete just had a hole in one. He did his first yes, one. Uh, he did a few weeks ago, and I was actually playing with him. Uh, he had a PGA Junior match, so said, "Let's go play a few holes out at Green Valley." And I was actually talking to my assistant on the phone when he hit, and we had just talked about making a hole in one. He said a guy came in the pro shop at Green Valley that day and was asking how many holes you had to play, or did you have to have a witness, and all this right. stuff. And, I mean, it wasn't 30 seconds before that. He said, I hope I have a witness when I make my first one. You know, I was proud that he knew he was going to make one. What hole did you say it was? It's on 14, the one 14, you see when yeah, you come in the yeah. Valley on the right. And I'm oh, over yeah. there. I'd already hit, so I'm sitting in the car talking. And he hits this shot, and I mean, I watch it land and go right in. And I had to kind of get off the phone in a hurry, <laughs> start recording. He runs all the way up to the green and That's stuff. That's awesome. And it was, yeah, it was just him and I. You know, I called my assistant back about 20 minutes later. She thought I'd saw a car wreck, you know, because <laughs> right. I was like, I got to go, I got to go, I got to go. You know, so yeah, it was, uh, it was, that's probably my. You know, I've had a lot of good moments on the golf course, but today that's probably the coolest one. Yeah, Pete's, I would think Pete's so. now got one more than me. <laughs> but he's what? One behind you? Two behind you? I've got ten. So you got ten? Yeah, he's got nine more to go. Golly! Yeah, so. Holy! But the smokes. last couple of ones, or my eighth and tenth one, eighth and ninth one, I was playing with him, so he got to see him. So really? You know, which is which is always cool. Any one of those ten stand out more than another? Well, fortunately, most of them have been in tournaments, which is good. I actually had one in the state junior one year when it was at Lexington on, uh, what is that, three that goes up the hill, yeah. no, four, four, the four, far three yeah. up the hill. Yeah. Had yeah. one there, then proceeded. Uh, that was the first one I ever had in tournament, and then proceeded, I think, to double the next two or three holes because <laughs> I was too excited about Five it. and six are easy to double sometimes. <laughs> yeah, had one at the Hooters, Hooters Q School that year, you know, so that was another kind of interesting deal. So, fortunately, they happened a lot in tournaments. You got free wings, I would assume, at a Hooters well, Tour. I, yes, you <laughs> can if you want to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, again, yeah, I was I was barely old enough to drive, and I was down there doing it, so I couldn't get to a Hooters. Right, man, that's that's too funny. Back to uh, Pete. In your so Pete's your eleven year old. Pete's my eleven year old. What about the two under him? No golf. Well, I've got it. My eight year old daughter. She just got back from competing in the Little Miss South Carolina pageant in Hartsville. Wow. You know, so she's gotten big into that. Um, it's interesting. I've never been in the judging world, so you know, judging is kind of. It's, it's just a different deal. I kind of, I told a guy yesterday, I said, you know, I could shoot 75 in a tournament and you could shoot 80, and they might say, well, you won because you look better. Right. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Oh, it just yeah, depends on how the – so it's uh, – but she, she seems to love it. She actually had a broken elbow, so she's on stage with the cast and oh, everything. Wow. So it was, mm. she did she did good getting through that with all that going on. Well, you get to go back to Hartsville again with Pete. 
That's right. That's yeah. what I was telling my wife. We actually went at Hartsville Country Club and practiced a little bit while we were down there, and it was 500 degrees. Yeah. You know? yeah. But, uh, yeah, I told her we'd probably be back down there because we did a pool party one night at Hartsville Country Club. First time I'd ever been out there. That's okay. actually a pretty nice place out there. Pretty it's, good place, yeah. It's great, and you'll with the Junior Golf Tournament, the Players' Championship, mm-hmm. and Pete playing there, do a great player dinner the night before. Yeah, yeah, we're looking forward to it. Fry guys. The famous French fry guys. <laughs> that's yeah. a, that the blade um, – Robert Reeves, when he did the dinner the other night at the Blade, yeah. first thing I think he brought up was Hartsville. About yeah. how, you know, when he first went to Hartsville with yeah. uh, Crawford or Austin, you know, he wanted to be that kind of tournament. And that's, he mentioned the fries you three or four times. Talk about the Blade, have that family dinner they do, that big old. Oh, yeah, that's awesome, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's all, we, we, we came in a little late, so of course the whole room was, you know, drop a pen silent, and here we are having to walk all the way up to yeah. the front. And everybody's <laughs> it's tough finding this place to sit, man. I mean, it's, yeah, yeah, they pack it in there. Because they feed everybody, not just right. the players, just parents and whoever else you walk that's in right. with. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. That room was slammed full of people. Yeah, we usually have a good speaker, you know, mm-hmm. for the kids. And What's next on Pete's schedule? Him and I are playing in the – we're leaving tomorrow to go to Pinehurst. We're playing in the Carolinas, Carolinas. father-son. Yep. First time we've ever done that. We're going to play on Friday. Good and then you. we come back. It's, we got a lot going on. We come back on Friday afternoon. we got the club championship at Green Valley this weekend. And I've got the county next weekend. He's got the club championship at the reserve. You know, so <laughs> and he's got drive, chip, and putt the next week. So I had a guy yesterday ask why I haven't done any golf stuff. He sends out these texts about going to – actually going to Palmetto line. He said, you haven't replied to the last few. And I was like, man, I just – Busy. It's hard to fit it in there anyway. So, drive, chip, and putt. Is he already qualified for the regional? Or is he's this, good. this is Cross Creek, so this is the local. So this is the local, yeah. okay. So, he's last year he missed it by a point, I think, down at uh, Lake Oconee. Yeah. So, he's, he's getting there. He's He gets a little nervous. You I'm know, sure. Which is, which is what we're working on. Well, that drive, chip, and putt, I mean, it's a great opportunity, but you get up there and you got uh, yeah. you got three whacks at it. Yeah, and there, make and it. most of the time you're not practicing. You right. can put some on the putting green, but that's it. <laughs> right. You know, it's, it's, it's nerve-wracking. So, I remember there was a young man who – Made it to the, I can't remember where it was. It was like congressional mm-hmm. before he went to Augusta, and he made it there and didn't advance. And the next year, that's like we're gonna do. He goes, no, I don't want to go to congressional. <laughs> hit nine shots. That's right, nine <laughs> shots and be, and be done. Yeah. Right. We, we and we did have you know one of our young juniors, uh, Tip Price, won, won his division. Yeah, uh, a few years ago, a couple years ago. Yeah, and Pete I plays guess a lot with uh, Hugh Faulkner, which oh, yeah. Hugh won. Yeah. I think his division the year he got to go. Or yeah. I know he definitely got to go. This is. Four or five years ago, so that's one of the kids that Pete plays with a good bit at Green Valley. Hugh's a good one, man. Yeah. He, he just got back from Scotland, didn't he? Yes, yeah, he's part of the yep. Watson Cup. Yep. Sure, yeah, Pete's actually. I think he gets done with his lesson today. He's heading over to Thornblade to follow Hugh and one of his other friends around. So Pete's so. full in. I mean, he's full bore right now yeah. with golf. Does he do anything else or golf? Is I mean, other than racing dirt racing. bikes. Yeah. yeah, we were supposed to go race tonight at Travelers Rest, but I told him so. We can't do it. We got to get up early tomorrow to go to uh, Pinehurst. So which know, course are y'all playing up there? Do you know Southern Pines? Okay. And the two times ago we went to TR, we got stuck for about two hours in the mud, so it ruined a couple pairs of shoes. And all that. <laughs> it started raining, we couldn't get out of there. So are you roasting? dirt bikes now too no okay no, no. i just i just watch and i can tell you I, I golf is frustrating to watch i always tell parents when i'm walking around i said you know i feel like every parent that has a kid that plays in these tournaments ought to go play in a tournament themselves <laughs> yeah, yeah you know because you kind of understand why they hit the shot they hit yep. but or why they didn't hit the shot they were supposed to hit but it's it's hard i watched him monday at greer in a hooties tournament and then yesterday at thornblast i'm just gonna drop you off and <laughs> let you have at it you know what well, I mean? it's like you said and you're, you're exactly right i wish more parents had the opportunity because they it boy it looks a lot easier than it is we all know that oh, playing yeah. this game and, and then you and if some of these parents get on these kids when they hit an errant shot or or maybe even a, a dumb shot and, yeah. and you know it's part of the growing process uh, and that's we've played u.s kids stuff with some parents that you know i'm like you need to go do the hoodie you need to go do this go do that and they're like oh, i just don't feel like they can play on their own yet you know we're yeah. nine ten years old and i'm like let them go man that's yeah. the only way they're gonna figure it out those kids will figure it out they will they will so let's talk about that logo on your chest yeah it's a new logo yep this is the fork club logo the- that we got here tell us about what's going on at fork club yeah shane burt bickler and i partnered up and bought the fork club back in february um we don't run the day-to-day shane's got a w-2 job i've got a w-2 job you know we're not making house payments off this deal it's <laughs> it's more kind of a labor of love we've got yeah. cole patterson is our pro slash general manager we got a guy named john franklin from down there in greenwood that's our superintendent so we've got two young guys and what i like about it is they got a little something to prove you know yep. john's been an assistant super i think he came from woodside okay you know, so they want to we want to get that place back to what people remember it being and it, not that it was bad when we got it but you know we, you hear people when you say 
Star Fort, or now the Fort Club, people talk about how good the greens used to be. You yeah. know, and that's that's kind yeah. of been ninety percent of our focus right now is getting those greens back to where they need to be. Well, I know I talked to you because I was back. I was there back in November at one of our player series, and I was I kind of walking around just re- remembering and and reminiscing and. Yeah, it just needs a little love is what right. I need. It yeah. just needs somebody to come in there and tend to it and, and a little TLC, I guess. Yeah, and we I probably go down there. We just had a two-man down there a couple weekends ago. Had a sold-out field, yeah. which was good. Had a lot of support there. And that's, that place has a really good local support to it, if you yeah. want to say. I mean, even Greenwood Country Club, you got Stony Point, you got the Patriot. Um, but a lot of people play there. I mean, it's, it's amazing. We did kind of a – an opening day tournament where Shane and I and Cole we kind of floated around played with about every group we could get with yeah. and how many you know when my grandparents were out here I grew up out here you know and I mean yeah they might have gone to Greenwood and they're playing at Greenwood Country yeah. Club now but they still want to come over there and, and play which is which is really neat you know because that's really what you what you need are there any you got any you any big plans? I mean, anything that's like one thing that jumps out at you that you're really working towards, or just we're just trying to we're taking baby steps right now, yeah. just trying to get to where we're back to. Back Probably to. the biggest thing we're we're focused on right now is is just getting the course back to what I call tournament conditions. Right. Um, we've got some cart paths that are rough. You kind of got to have a mouth guard when you're riding on those cart paths. <laughs> More than likely, we're probably going to get rid of the cart paths. I mean, yeah. I've I've told people I've been to some really nice clubs all over the country, and once you get off a of tee box, there is no cart path. Yeah, you right. know, and I mean. It rained pretty good that week of the two men. The greens were wet, but everything else is pretty dry. You know, so I feel like we can kind of, as long as you can direct people a little bit, you can kind of go where you want. Um, and making some changes as far as trees and stuff. And I think that's where Shane and I come from, kind of a tournament background of, of just wanting to have, we feel like we know what's important to people yeah. when they play there. You know, obviously greens, you know, fairways and tees having good shape, you know, but greens more than anything just make it i want people talking about those greens again yeah you know it's yeah. like coming here to musgrove i mean i stopped on a putting green to put some i got here early so i could put on a putting green because yeah. you know, you know, you know that's good. what you're coming to yeah. yeah that's cool i'm glad to see you're still enthusiastic about it and you haven't been drained by the golf industry quite yet but yeah no i, I look at myself like with the fort or whatever else comes along golf wise down the road is this is something i can do later in life too yeah. you know and it's uh I'm a member at Green Valley, and like any any time you're a member somewhere, you got a hundred million different things you you feel like could be done different. Right. Uh, and there's reasons why they're doing what they're doing, um, good and bad. Yeah. You know, so it's fun having a place that we can kind of put our input on, and you know that's what's really going. We're going to try re- our best to get it done. And right. realize why you can't do everything at that's one right. time defi- or whatever. It definitely you know? helps when you go elsewhere to understand why things are being done the way they are. I don't know the superintendent you have. I haven't met him. But Cole obviously came up through the junior golf program. Mm-hmm. Great kid. Played, yep. played at PC, I believe. Yeah, uh, and he was down at uh, Cherokee Town and Country Club in Atlanta. So okay. we got him from a really high-end club nice. to the fort, which is a big change for him. It got yeah. to get him back up to the upstate. Yep. Um, so he's he's very service-minded. You know, had a lot of good ideas, a lot of good apparel ideas and stuff. So yeah. you know, I think we'll – the goal is just to hold on to him as long as we can. You know, he's a young guy. He gets in there, knocks it out of the ballpark. You got to worry about other people calling. Him. Yeah, oh, I agree. <laughs> well, but you know, you never know. He could get in there and he could, he could, he could find himself a spot like Jeff Tallman here has been here for twenty six right. years now and has made it his own. Yeah, uh, and that could very well happen right there in ninety six. We hope happens. Yeah, that would be great, right? <laughs> <laughs> any, uh, any, what's some issues you've run into being an owner already? Um, <laughs> It's been there's been some interesting parts of it because Shane's more the numbers person. Yeah. He's he's kind of behind the scenes with the finances and stuff. He's tremendously more smart than I am on that kind of stuff. I don't I really don't deal with numbers. I mean, it's right. when our superintendent calls says something about chemicals. I'll talk to him about what we're going to do with them, but he's going to talk to Shane about how much it's going to cost and right. all that stuff. Uh, um, ounce per acre. That's right. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, I, and I'm learning a lot, but it's, you know, we, we've had some interesting stuff down there where Cole's had to deal with, uh, you know, a member or two here or there, you know, which kind of makes it always interesting, you know, and you're never going to make everybody happy. No. You know, that's, so that's, that's the first and, thing you got to remember. Right. And when you're down there, we're, we're not absentee owners by any means. We try to get down there as much as we can. But even like with Facebook, you know, people, we make ourselves known that we're there and we want people to know who we are so they can feel free to come up and talk to us. But, you know, right. I've had people contact me through Facebook, you know, I mean, just, just throwing stuff out. And I, we try to put that back as much as we can on Cole and John because that's we want we want them to be the ones in charge. Yeah, you know? the faces of the. You hooked them up with any new countertops yet? <laughs> 
Actually, Star Granite did some countertops See? down there. Yeah, before I got it. So there already are some in there. Nice. I, I nice. took uh, Mike down there to play in that two man. Of course, he's walking through there, kind of nitpicking some stuff that sure. needs more countertops that need to be done in there. Oh, he's so, already, he nitpicked in here when yeah. we were doing it earlier. <laughs> I, I, I saw it too, so I was thinking about it too. He, he, I knew you would. He took a picture. He's like, but him and Tallman talked yeah, when they, Tom the Tallman got here. I think we've done a good many down here in the yeah. main clubhouse. Well, you did the cabin next door. It hadn't yeah. done this cabin yet. I got so. You. so yeah, this is primed and ready. Yeah, Mike says it's time. So. <laughs> well, you know, we talked about, you know, your Pete and your golf, and, and now, it's, you know, golf is part of your, your your family as far as not only just personally watching them play, but now business purposes. Your wife, uh, Randy, is part of the golf industry as well. That's right. Yeah, she's working for the first tee with Michael up there in the upstate, which is, I find, you know, it's very interesting. You know, she's she's been a typical golf wife, you know, where I've been going a lot because of golf, you know. So we've had some interesting conversations over the years of, I mean, I had a, one year in August, I think I played every weekend in August. Um, before we had kids, I played in two tournaments in one weekend one time. Um, wow. You know, so – it was it's we've had some interesting stuff and now she's involved in golf but it's 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 what she likes to do as far as event planning you know that's that's really her deal i mean she loves to plan a party i'm, I'm always with with our kids i'm like let's let's enjoy it instead of putting the work into it but her that work is what she enjoys doing yeah, that's know? good and is it is it not one first tee program between greenville and, and upset, yeah, greenville spartanburg okay. yeah and that's she she helps michael and again when they do like the derby party and the links at floor field and yeah. stuff which they've got coming up you know that's that's her deal is to plan all that and coordinate all of it didn't you come to columbia and do that top golf at williams bryce we did yeah, yeah. and that was kind of the that was kind of a test of what the links at floor field we okay came down there to do that and she wanted to kind of see how all that was going that's where some of those ideas where we do um hitting in the floor field in greenville Hitting golf balls out in the middle of the field from the stands cool. yeah, to yeah. target greens, and you do different target. That one in Columbia, you only have one spot, and you got what twenty minutes, thirty minutes, okay. you know, as much as you want. You kind of take turns with people, but uh, that links at floor field is neat because you go all over the. You like play different holes, yeah. And you end up going down, walking through the dugout. You're hitting some off home plate and everything. That's so, so it's, cool. Yeah, it's it's they, a really neat event. They do a lot of good things. So you talked about the uh, the Derby party mm-hmm. um, for the Kentucky Derby, and you know everybody gets all dressed up, and I mean they. They raise right. some good funds. Even their annual meeting, we do at the. Uh, I've been invited to, and they do it at the BMW. Uh, Char- the Charity Classic. Yeah, well, no, the well, BMW no, Testing Center. Yeah, oh, performance okay. Center. Performance yeah. Center, mm-hmm. and then you can go in with a small donation. They'll they'll put you on a on a hot lap. <laughs> and if you've never done the hot lap around that thing for that sixty seconds you're out there, it is incredible. Yeah, it's you- it's it's. I've definitely got a new appreciation for even like Biff, what y'all doing, what she does, and Michael and the fundraising side of things yeah. is just i've never really appreciated it before you know and it's it's it's, it's a lot necessary. goes into that yeah it's a necessary evil to, yeah, to get the programming yeah no doubt about it i mean <laughs> that's how it makes a lot of how it makes a lot of things make make it happen is through that those those sponsorships yeah, and, and it's so competitive fundraising you know? it is everybody's asking right mm-hmm. um so it's one of those things that I, I'm not great at doing necessarily. I got, but it's, I got to do it sometimes. I ain't gonna lie to you, I wouldn't want to do it. I mean, it's, it's not something it, I want to do. It takes a special person. Yeah, to be able I to do ask. sales for a living, but I just, right. I, you know, that's a fundraising's a different, yeah, that's definitely a different, a different animal. animal. All right, did you not? I thought you won a mid-am. Did you not win the mid-am? <laughs> it's kind of like with the Greenville County. Robbie Gravy loves to, when he introduces me to people, he says, yeah, Jeremy's won the Greenville County two or three times. And I'm like, no, nah, I've only won it once. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I feel like I've won the mid-am a couple times. I finished second last year. Okay. I about- finished in the top five, I feel, five, six, seven times. Right. You know, so I feel like I get close enough where people see me there and they think that I've won one or two of them. I definitely uh, did, which bit. is a good compliment to get. You know, but I'd love to get one. <laughs> when I, when Biff and I were doing some notes, and I was like, "Yeah, he's mid-am champion." And Biff's like, "No, nah, I don't think he won the <laughs> well, mid-am." And the only reason I know that is because you played so daggum good last year at Green Valley, <laughs> yeah. and Cease came in at the very last day. Yeah, if he, he wins his match up in wherever Massachusetts or wherever yeah, it was. Yeah, he gets beat by the guy that wins the tournament. He wins his match. He's not there, and yeah, I win the thing. Yeah, you know, yeah. So. Oh, that's too funny. But it was. Uh, but again, you, you know, and, and like you've always been i mean then the, the day was over and it was jeremy was jeremy when it was all said and done i mean i know you were <laughs> yeah. disappointed but i mean it was uh it was you know nothing changed it was right great. I, I enjoy competing you know I'm, i mean i like to practice you know obviously but competing is really why i like to do it yeah. you know as far as the golf side, i mean it's great meeting people i love playing mid is probably my favorite tournament of the year one because i feel like i'm in the best form that time of year because i've i really ramp up kind of in august <laughs> start playing 
Uh, but you know, you go to the state M and I'm playing with high school kids that are hitting it 50 by me. Right. Yeah. You know, and are have you, a better short game than I do. Are you at the Dunes Club this year? I am. Good. Yep, I'll be there. So I, we played it last time I played it was mid end four ball. So I'd love the same setup, but I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> well, let's hope the weather's a little better. <laughs> mid end four ball is a one day shootout because yeah. we got rained out. And so. I need it hard and fast. You know? <laughs> I need it soft and slow kind of thing. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Well, this will probably come out after the amateur championship. So I, I hope you played well <laughs> when this comes out. <laughs> He definitely, he definitely played good. I know Jeremy. So. I hope I do. What's, uh, what's a piece of advice you give somebody to who's got a junior golfer coming up like you do with Pete? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Um, you know, obviously you always hear about not pressuring more than anything. Yeah. Um, but the biggest thing to me is getting them around it. You know, I've got my six-year-old right now. He's into wrestling, whether it's WWE. Yeah. My wife's taking him to Atlanta next weekend to watch wrestling. Are they really? Um, you know, so – but I'm trying to get him in golf, and he's like, no, I don't want to go. You yeah. Know, but he's around it. You know, so there's no forcing. I mean, we're going to go eat lunch at the club. We're going to go out there and goof off for a little while with his brother and stuff. And when I first got Pete around it, Pete didn't want to mess with it. Yeah. You know, so I feel like you can just get them around it. And then once they do get involved – They're in it. I feel like I, I coach uh, Hampton Park Christian School up in the Upstate. Okay. And the golf most, team. The golf team. That's right. right. Most of those kids are pretty beginner, but the biggest thing I'm trying to do is get them to compete. You know, I mean, yeah, practicing the yard and stuff, but I mean, competing—that's where you get yeah. you get better. I've, I've got some that don't want to compete because they, they might not hit it far enough. Well, competing is the way you're going to get better. It's not going to make you hit it farther, but it's going to make you better. One hundred percent. I had a I had a, a friend of mine who helped coaches. We did a little little youth team thing back in the day little legends we called it and brian price our board member was, was one of my coaches i taught him into doing it during law school yeah and his team beat everybody i said how did you do that how do you make them I mean, we're talking about six and eight year old kids he's i make them i make them gamble every time they go out there <laughs> they're playing for a nickel but he goes i make them play for something yeah. and compete for well, something that's what we, we we don't practice a lot first year i did it we practiced a lot and we won one match the last two years we play every practice we don't go and hit balls or anything we play at paris mountain and, you know, I always say if we can play up here, we can beat just about anybody because that's a, that's a hard golf course on the yeah. side of that mountain. Yeah. And we've been fortunate enough to win the state the last two years in a row. Nice. Have you, you really? Know? And it, it's, it's more of a mental thing, just going around, just, you know, don't give up. You might have had a bad hole, but you, you never know what somebody behind you is doing. So how did you get roped into coaching? Uh, my wife, okay. uh, you know, was as much golf as I do. Hampton Park didn't have a golf team. I think Pete was in second grade at the time. And, you know, we wanted a golf team to be there by the time he got old enough to play, which right. there you can be middle school and high school. Since I'm the coach, he can play in fifth grade. Okay. Uh, so he was on the state team this year. I mean, he was one of the scorers that counted, which is yeah. cool. Yeah. Uh, and that was our goal, to have a team by the time he got old enough to play, to have a team. You know, so that's – talked to the athletic director there and had a team there in four, five, six years. And when I first did it, I said, anybody and everybody that can come out, come on out. Yeah. You know, and we had 10, 12 kids come out. Now we actually have, we call it a developmental team, almost like a JV team. I got a coach that, Scott Graham, that takes care of those kids, more teaching fundamentals and stuff. We do tryouts. You don't make the varsity team, you go on the developmental team. So we're actually kind of have a little feeder nice. series now, which is good. You have to do a little fundraising there, don't you? You do, yeah. Bags you know. and balls. Uh, but we, we kind of look like the Bad News Bears. First year we go to State <laughs> in Columbia, uh, I'm walking down the range, and one of the members is walking up, and he says, son, is this uh, is that your golf team? And I said, yes, sir. He said, well, here, we wear our hats the right way, and we tuck our shirts in. Oh, wow. And I was like, yes, sir, I understand, yeah. you know, because, I, I mean, I got one. He's got the Tom Cruise shades on. Yeah. And he does not look like a golfer, you know. <laughs> but we don't have team bags on right. our team shirts. I mean, we just show up, but they play good enough to win, which is – the main reason we're there. That's Nothing awesome. wrong with that, man. That's awesome. No. Sounds to me like you need something else on your plate. Never sounds <laughs> like you got enough going on right now. Yeah, well, that's what I was telling you earlier about just playing kind of recreational golf. It, yeah. it doesn't doesn't happen much. Sure. Every, talk about Green Valley. I mean, I pay the bill every month, but 99% of it's from Pete being up there. Right. I go hit balls, and that's about it. I'm usually dropping him off and leaving. When the guys that I would play with are showing up, I'm heading out after dropping him off. Talking about golf courses, and I know you remember at Green Valley, but we're, we're obviously at Musgrove Mill today doing this and, and have a couple great guests, Jeff Tom was one of our guests but uh i know you played a lot of golf around the mill mm -hmm. yeah. it's a special place for oh, you yeah i've been a member here actually twice uh when i was playing the first time i was playing i lived it was 55 miles from my house at the parking lot and i was here every day uh, i delivered pizzas at night i'd get here at eight nine o'clock in the morning i'd practice all day and go yeah. deliver pizzas at night uh fortunate enough to get my name on some of those plaques in there yeah. and i mean that's one of the yeah. golf wise i'm really proud of that you know because i mean that's not, can, not a lot of names on those boards. In there. If you can win here, you can. You, you're playing some golf. Mm -hmm. Well, a lot of names. Last name Todd, probably. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I think I'm in between some Todds and those right, in probably. there. 
Yeah, so it's uh, I've, I'll tell you a funny story. When I joined here, they had Barbara was the membership lady here, and there was kind of a trial period. You had to turn your application in, and then after like 30 days or so, if you were approved, you could be a member. So, you know, if it's – I was in that approval process, and they had the match play club championship. Well, I – won that and it was kind of she kind of said well i got you kind of, kind of have a choice now you got to join i mean we got to let you, you in played now. your way in right, right. <laughs> which was good all right so we have not asked anybody this today what's the secret to getting around musgrove secret to getting around musgrove successfully not losing golf balls successfully is it. not to try to overpower it i'd say more than anything okay. you know it's i play and i don't hit it a long ways by any means but i mean i'm like there's some days i might hit driver one time if that but that's just keep the ball in front of you where you can see it because yeah. there's a lot of places out here that it'll go out of sight in a hurry well that's what we were talking earlier it, it, it obviously it doesn't take much on the on drives and second shots for you left and right to, to lose it quick because one there's there's a lot of bad stuff left and right but two you don't want to go too deep in these woods to find anything <laughs> um but the other important part of it i think a lot of people lose lose track of is, is how hard it is around the greens you know mm-hmm. up and down the elevated greens and then and greens like left number ten, it doesn't yeah. get much. You know, it goes all the way down. I mean, it's you got to be, you got to know what you're doing. Oh yeah, I played in the um, Carolinas Open with who was the first pro here, Randy. Randy Glover. Glover. Yeah, him and I played together, and we've that was when I was a member here. Um, Jeff was already here by then, obviously, but we were just when I, he found out I was a member here, we were talking about it, and I mean, he had some pretty neat stories about kind of laying out these greens and stuff. You know, Palmer kind of did the routing, and yeah. but Randy did a lot of those green complexes and how they're shaped and stuff. So it was really neat hearing him talk about that well it's it's a unique place i mean it's just it's always i always turn off of highway 56 and i'm like man this is just awesome we're back in you know well, i can god tell country. you this i got to play for the first time i got to play pine valley a month ago nice and it's 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 uncanny how many similarities there are really? especially yeah. when you play the members tees and they got tees at pine valley that i played the second day that you don't want to get back on but <laughs> the members tees which were originally the back tees i mean it's you're hitting a lot of the same clubs off the tees i mean the way it looks you know with the bunkers everywhere i mean it's it's amazing how i've, I've heard musgrove being you know the pine valley of the south yeah you know? and it i mean it rang true with me i mean it's very similar that's awesome have you played augusta I have not. Okay. No, I've been obviously a lot of times. I want to play it. You yeah. Know? Uh, when Mike Gravely played a couple of years ago, he said if somebody happens to drop out, I'll call you. And, yeah. and I couldn't sleep that night. Just the chance of somebody <laughs> dropping out, of me getting the guy. You didn't go club anybody in the knee the night before. Uh, it's. I'm, I'm, I would love to go. Yeah. Well, when you said Pine Valley, I was like, oh, here we go. Jeremy's probably been to them all. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a golf course that sticks out? Like a favorite? Do you have a favorite golf course of all the courses you played? You know, I think. I got to play Riviera, which was a surprise. I didn't know I was getting to play it. Um, had a good friend get me on there, and with he worked a deal with my wife where we got to play. And that was probably, I mean, overall the best golf course I've ever played. You know, yeah. it's not the views. I mean, yeah, it's got the history, but just, I mean, you literally hit every club in your bag. You know, Pine Valley's kind of here. You're almost scared on every shot you're about to hit, but Riviera's not like that. It's just a really, really, really good golf course, which when the tour goes there every year, that's, that's what they talk yeah. about is how much those guys love that place. And it, it really is. It's it's probably the best one I've ever been on. Nice. That's nice. interesting, man. Well, anything anything we left out that you want to mention before I get to my last few silly questions? <laughs> <laughs> before we get to the silly stuff. Yeah. No, not that All I can right. think of. You know, I mean, I appreciate obviously everything that the SCGA, SCJGA has done. You know, I mean, it's it's definitely made a big influence on my life over the years. And I will tell you this: uh, my stepdad told me this a couple months ago. We were talking about golf, and he said, you know, one good thing about playing tournament golf is you've got friends all over the state. You know, he's talking about one of his law partners. Everybody in Spartanburg knows who he is, and yeah. I mean, he might have a couple friends here and there. But you know, I do. I feel like I can go to any town in the state if we moved wherever. You know, you I go know play somebody. golf at the local club. I'm I'm gonna know somebody yeah. there. You yeah. know, and it's almost like you're an immediate member of that community just because of the golf side of things. Well, and I'll tell you from my because I've been watching it now for you know 25 years, whatever, and 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 the group of the group that we have that plays in these events, it's almost like a traveling traveling yeah. group. You know, everybody. I, I love getting these golf tournaments and everybody's saying hello and greeting and hugging and dancing each other in a couple yeah. weeks what have you and it's just this flow right into you know and, and it starts with junior golf i'm watching pete do it yep. now watching them they hold court on those putting greens oh yeah and you know that's i want to take a picture of it because i'm like this is yep. these are people he'll know his whole life well you and you're the ultimate you know one of the ultimate examples of why we do what we do i mean you, you came through the program you, you, you played you, you went out there and did it you you, your stepdad is chairman of a foundation mm-hmm. so you got that that area and then you know 
Now we got Pete coming through, and mm-hmm. you're still playing. Yeah. I mean, now you're playing in forty plus stuff. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. You get a little bit of everything. That's, that's it. So, all right. So I texted you some silly questions mm-hmm. that, last night. What's the quickest round of golf you've ever played? Uh, well, I was saying earlier, my partner in the first junior four ball was Lucas. Yeah. Uh, so I'd say any round with him. <laughs> he was um, quick, huh? I can remember the first time we played on Creekside at Pebble Creek. First time I'd ever met him. We we're walking down the first tee, and. I promise you the stand on his bag was not out and that ball was in the air. I mean, it was unbelievable. It was very intimidating because when you played with him, and he slowed down now over the years, but when you played with him, you had to get it. But he's still quick, right? right. I mean, he's still he's, quick, yeah. you know, but I mean, you watch him in turn, at least he'll, he seems like he's concentrating some. But back then, it was – I mean, that, that ball, as soon as it stopped rolling, it was in the air. That's fun. And he didn't wear gloves back then either, Didn't wear right? gloves back then. That's know? crazy. But it's the fastest player I think I've ever played with. All right, so the opposite side of the coin, what's the slowest round of golf? <laughs> non-SCGA event because then we know we have a great pace of play in every SCGA yeah, event. it's always 4, four, four that's, a, that's a good question I have, I have a story now we might have to take this one out but I'm going to tell it anyway <laughs> alright uh, the, probably the slowest round which is probably one of the coolest rounds I ever had I, I was at now what's called Legacy Pines it used to be called Jazz, but it was the Toys for Tots Benefit Tournament yep. like, so you probably take this out when I tell you who sponsored it but it was sponsored by the Trophy Club Yep. Oh, really? In Great. Yeah. Yes. Which That's, is, this is staying in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they brought the entertainment out there in, in two school buses. Oh, School really? buses full of them. Yeah, every group had a couple with them, and it was <laughs> took seven hours. I bet know? it did. They don't have that tournament out there anymore. It's too many houses. Well, to, to that point, it's funny. We One of the slowest rounds I can remember for the SCGA was down at Collington River, the Nicholas Course Senior Amateur, 110-yard par three. I think it was number four or five. And – the wind, it was – I came around the corner and there must have been five groups up there waiting. And I thought there was a naked lady with free booze on that tee box <laughs> where I thought was holding us up there the whole time. I've played in that situation. That's exactly what happened. Just four or five groups waiting around. Yeah. Uh, funniest thing you've ever seen on a golf course? Funniest thing. I was, I was thinking about that. and I don't even know where this person is now, but I played a lot of junior golf with Mac Cannon. I don't know if you remember I Mac remember Cannon. I remember that name. Yeah, absolutely. played at College of Charleston. I can't find him now, but – Playing at Columbia Country Club on the, the tournament 18, we're on 11, and he hits it right, not right of the cart path, but yeah. right, and there's some little trees up there. My mom was watching us, and we're 13, 14 years old, and I can remember he didn't hit a great shot, and he beat the living crap out of that tree he was behind. And I mean, every word he said was a choice word. And my mom's standing 10 feet from him Poor Gail, watching him do this, and i never forget the look on her face, and I mean, it was <laughs> – she didn't want nothing to do with that cannon boy after that, did she? <laughs> she next hole was like, is he okay? I'm like, yeah, just, you know. Gail, your mom is a very sweet lady. I always got to enjoy the dinners when we got to go out yeah. with them. Yeah. Uh, and She's seen some stuff. She's seen me act that way a couple of times, too. She did, walked up on me at Green Valley. I didn't realize she was walking up. didn't realize she was out there. Mm. I had my little episode and threw a club at my bag and broke my stand. Next thing I know, I look up, and there she is. Mm. So she got you, to see me act that, that too. Uh, you knew something was coming after that. Right? That's one of those, you, man, I can't even concentrate now. I know what's getting ready to happen to me. All right, so Rick, listen, we can't bypass Rick Veith and Steve Spurrier before we go. Mm-hmm. They were buddies. Ricky yes. I mean, yeah. Steve came and played the member guest at the Cliffs yeah. with Rick. Yep. You still, still Rick still has voicemails, I think, on his phone from some of those member guests because I remember I never really could get up there with them when they were playing, but I can remember him telling me that a lot of times Spurrier would putt with his eyes closed. <laughs> and I think they were in the shootout one year, and he missed about a two- or three-footer Spurrier did in the shootout. And that's that's the voicemail is him apologizing to Rick, <laughs> oh, really? putt with his that's eyes closed great. and stuff. You know, so, yeah, he, he had some fun times with him. I bet it wouldn't be easy up in Clemson territory to play in a shootout format. Yeah, Steve and they, Spurrier. if you go to the reserve, you go in the locker room, and they – I don't know if they did this on purpose, but Rick's locker is right on the other side of the aisle from Dabo Sweeney's locker. Is it really? I mean, they're really, oh, wow. yeah, right directly across from each other. That's, oh, great. that's too funny, man. That's great. Well, your your stepdad, Rick Rick Beath, has been a, a, a great individual. He's given so much to the game and, and continues to do so, mm-hmm. uh, even though battling a little bit of health issues now. And um, we, we're excited to have him part of it and excited to do this tradition four ball, too, yeah, coming up. We're looking forward to it. We're going to try to put on a show when you go down there. I'm sure it will be. Jeremy, thank you very much for joining us here today. We appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate you being a part of it. <laughs> if, you need, if you need granite countertops, he's your guy. Help. Yes, sir. I can help with that for sure. There thank you. Go. Thank right, you. Man. Thank you.